This is episode 472 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, May 16th, I believe, uh, 2018. I'm your host, Marcus Nez, and today I'll be talking all about Trailblazers, because I'm going to review that game, which is out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. It is... And before I get to that, I just want to say that I'll probably do a spoiler cast, full spoilers, for God of War Friday. I did finish it. I really, really, really like it. My thoughts on the combat remain. They did improve over time, and I'll get to that in that episode, but I still think the combat isn't as great as others have said. I I think it's a bit rough, but the game, other than that, is fantastic. I would say it's a solid 9, with an incredible story and fantastic characters who I really, really like and hope to see more of. But that's not why I'm here. I'm here to talk about Trailblazers, which is a co-op racer with a cell shady vibrant colorful aesthetic um and it's not always co-op but it, it it is reminiscent it is like a racer meets splatoon where you are painting the road and other cars of different colors can paint the road too they can paint over your little strips and why you're painting is because when you paint, when you're on your next lap, or if you have teammates who are painting in front of you, when you're driving over that painted road, you get boost. Uh, you, you get a little boost out of that. And it's a cool mechanic. It's a cool idea. But the game is rough in many ways. The controls are a bit loose. I'm not a fan of the drifting, which I think is very sensitive and doesn't have a lot of room for finesse. So I feel like I just want to gradually use a little bit of drifting. Just put, you know, tap the handbrake, but I still often will end up drifting into a full 90 degree turn. And I'm like, I I don't want to do that. I didn't need to do that. It slows me down. It takes away my momentum, lets cars pass me. And that's frustrating. And then while... There are there are some modes that are more individual based. When you are doing these team based races, your score is a compilation of I believe where you end up placement wise, but I'm not even sure if that is the case. Your score when boosting, so you get a boost combo score, your score for painting the environment, for painting the roads, and then a drift one and a race combo which i believe is associated with how you end up finishing the race your placement but i'm not even sure i'm not sure exactly how the race combo thing adds up but the the way you score all these is that you're you know you paint and then you boost and you're trying to do all these things without stopping from any of them so you can boost and then paint and then get uh, be boosting again and that'll just keep your combo going and if you aren't boosting or painting or drifting etc for a second or two your combo will end and you'll have to start all over you also lose your combo if you run into an obstacle or one of the walls 
and that is a really annoying aspect to it because of how loose the controls are and the iffy drifting it means it's very easy to accidentally or just run into a wall and then you lose all all those points it would be i think it would be much better for the game if you didn't lose those points the combo just ended and you couldn't build a really high scores because of course when you're comboing and your multiplayer is increasing your scores will be much higher than if you have to start all over so i think it would be much better if the game instead of getting rid of all those points and just throwing them in the garbage gave you them and just made you have to start over your combo um i also find that it's it's very easy for you to just tap a rail or get tapped by a car and then get turned around and switched um to a uh, into a wall just get stuck into a wall get stuck in the environment and there's no reset in your car so if you get stuck in a, uh, an environment, get stuck behind a tree, get stuck somewhere, you have to back out. If you can back out, maybe you have to try and push your way through. And that just kills the race for you. You'll have to start all over if that happens to you because you're screwed. Um, if, you, if you fall behind five seconds, you're done. There's no real getting back to the game. There is no rubber banding from what I can tell in the AI races. And... I've run into a few technical issues where the game has just teleported me backward like 50 to 100 feet. And that's really frustrating, especially when you are on a six-lap race. You're in second place, and you're trying to get in first place because you need to do that to complete a goal. And then you get teleported and end up in fifth place, and you're just screwed. There's no way to get around that. Uh, Single-player-wise, uh, that's what the goal is coming to play you have a little campaign with some kind of story, but after a few cutscenes with some text, I just kept skipping them because the writing isn't all that funny. It's not interesting. The characters I don't care about. I'm just like, let me get to the race. And I do appreciate how robust the campaign is. I think you, I'm not sure how many races there are in total. I mean, I could do the math, but. You sometimes have their uh, chapters, or I don't know what they're called exactly, but they consist of either one or two races, and each race has three goals that you need to accomplish. You don't need to accomplish all of them. You have to accomplish at least one to pass and move on to the next race, and they could be anything from placing in first when the race finishes, being in first place for a certain number of laps, painting a certain number, getting a certain paint combo score, boost combo score, uh, what have you, getting the highest team score, uh, etc. And those can be fun, but they're also kind of counterintuitive. I I get confused at times where the the game is all about, you know, a lot of it is about being this co-op racer where you're working with the team and you're painting the track and you're boosting and you're getting the scores and all these combo things. But then the goals will be very individual based. It's like end up in first place. And you do that, but then at the end, you get a little graphic where you see the race results and your team, you see just the big losers because you had the lowest uh, team score. And it's very counterintuitive. Like, I ended up in first place personally, but my team lost because we didn't work together as a team. We didn't do everything we needed to to get the highest team score. And I'm like, what really matters in this game? Is it more important for 
the team to win or for me to win? Should I be caring about myself? Should I be very selfish in the way I play this game? Or should I be trying to do the best for the team? And there, there are certain race modes that are everyone against themselves, everyone against everyone else, uh, or like partner things. But it's a very confusing message that I find. Um, but it is nice that there are, I think, goals, like 241. So somewhere around there. 240 divided by 3. What is that? 80 races, uh, roughly. So it's nice that there is so much content in that single-player campaign. But I feel like at a point, I've gotten through about two-thirds, three-fourths of it. And I'm just kind of like, uh, I'm going along with it. I'm not having all that much fun because of the control issues that I have with the game. And it, it's just it's frustrating because it can get really hectic with cars running into you and pushing you into walls and losing those combos. And I don't feel like they lose combos because I'm pretty sure my team always loses. And it's very frustrating. Uh, but I have played it a smidgen couch co-op wise. And that is fun. It is fun to play the game in an environment when you're playing with someone else and you don't really care about the score and you're just goofing around like fine we're gonna ram into each other we're gonna lose combos we're gonna do all this stupid silly stuff and mess around with each other and that'll be fun who cares about the score we're just dicking around it's fun in that sense but playing with the ai it it gets old pretty fast and i think there are a few things they could change to make that better and also you can attack with the paint so you're going with the, the right trigger. I'm playing on Xbox One. I got a code for the Xbox One version. Right trigger is gas. Left trigger is your handbrake, your drift button. A paints, and then you can press the Y button to shoot paint forward. And if you hit a different colored car, it'll make them spin out of control briefly. And also, you can use that to create a quick boost for you. Because when you're painting, you're not boosting because the paint is behind you. But if you shoot forward, you'll get a, a short little boost strip but when you do shoot your paint forward you don't paint as much of the ground as you would if you were painting behind you but um, another problem I find with the game is that the track designs are all over the place some are really great I think any of the tracks that have much wider open spaces feel so much better because then you're not worried about running into obstacles and losing your momentum you can get on crazy boost lines and i've had that on a few of the tracks where the tracks are so wide open and like i don't know seven eight lane uh widths and i get on these things where i'm just going super super fast and those feel great that feels like you know f0 wipeout or whatever where i'm just going incredibly fast but then there are these other tracks that are very tight and have a lot of like forks in the road multiple forks and just these tight paths and times where you will be going on a high incline and you'll have to remember these tracks because I, I don't think there was any kind of track layout on the screen so you have to remember oh this incline means at the very top there is a hard turn you know left right or whatever and if you don't know that you're just going to run into that rail lose a combo if you had a high combo and be really annoyed so uh, I think there's a great idea in Trailblazers, and there is fun in it, but I think more often than not, it shoots itself in the foot with some of the design choices they made. I also really like just playing time trial modes, so you can 
just do custom races and do a time trial with no other opponents on there and then you're just worried about painting the track so that on the next lap it'll be you'll have some good lines and just doing that for however many laps you want the thing about that is though there are no leaderboards so you're only fighting against yourself and i don't even think there wasn't an internal leaderboard so you can't be like oh well my other high score was this which is a bit annoying too and it's only been out a week um but as of right now the online community is non-existent and that is disappointing uh, i don't know if it's going to change because uh, i'm not sure how sales work in this case if games if you if they need a, a solid month before you know whether or not they are hits or misses especially with a game like this which i think would feed off of word of mouth and reviews because it is an indie title but based off the first week it's not looking great uh, there is cross platform play which i turned on because i'd like you know i'll take it does, this is not a game where I feel like I will be at a disadvantage if I'm playing against someone on PC. I'm not even sure if PC and keyboard, if uh, it has keyboard and mouse controls, because it says it requires a controller. But then I, I've seen some discussions where people are talking about keyboard and mouse, and I don't know if all of those discussions are just people asking, hey, why is it not included? Why, why do I have to use a controller? Um, but looking at the Steam charts list, the highest number of concurrent players for Trailblazers as of this recording was 19 on Steam. On Xbox One, I don't know. But when I tried finding matches multiple times on Xbox One with cross-platform play, I found zero. So I was unable to find any online matches. But like I said, I've played a bit of uh, couch co-op. Those were fun. But they're fun in a we're not really trying to win or do well we're just messing around dicking around and that's it um so yeah that is that's trailblazers which i think i think if they update it and, and like the, those technical issues being teleported backward those are very frustrating because the game can already be frustrating given the controls but if they just I feel like the game would be vastly improved if they just took out the losing of your score entirely when hitting railing or obstacles. If they just kill the combo, make you start over, but you still bank those points, I, f I feel like it would be such a different feeling game. Because now it gets so frustrating when I hit something or when I'm pushed into something by uh, an opponent uh, or even a teammate with the AI that it's just like oh, like it, it becomes this annoying experience of having to restart a game because I have to reach this goal where I have to get a certain amount of points and you know I I, I really want to like the game and I see potential in it but in its current state I really can't recommend it because it's it's more frustrating than anything and especially if you're looking for an online racer with a, uh, a healthy online community trailblazers is not that currently. So it, it may change in the upcoming weeks or maybe there'll be a sale soon and that'll get people playing 
or on Xbox One, maybe they'll add it to Game Pass. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, or, you know, PSN uh, Plus title. There, There's always a chance for a game to get a second life, but its first week isn't looking so great. And with the time I put into it, I, I wouldn't say, hey, this is a game you should, you should go out and play, uh, which is sad to say. But, uh, yeah, that is Trailblazers. 30 bucks, I believe, on Steam, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. I do not believe there is a Switch version, but I can check that quickly. Um, but yeah, the online community thing is the part that is the most disappointing of everything. Because I really want to, I feel like playing against other people would make the game much more fun too, because then we all would be dealing with the frustrating controls and running into the railings and our scores would probably all be garbage. And then we would all be on even footing because I don't know how the AI works. Um, but yeah, I'm not seeing the systems on their website right here. Oh, here we go. PS4, Xbox One. Oh, Switch. Coming soon to Switch. So it's not yet on Switch, but it's coming soon to Switch. What does soon mean? I don't know. But when it comes to Switch, it has potential. Like if they iron out some kinks, it could be even better. But also just the fact that people are hungry on the Switch. People just want to play games on the Switch. It could have a second life on Switch. Especially indie games. Indie games are just... They're selling on Switch. That's not a, a guarantee. Not all indie games are. But the Switch is a place where it could have a second life. So yeah. That will do it for today's episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast, which comes out every other weekday, Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. I never mentioned that. I feel like maybe I should. I am your host again, Mark Krishnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, Minimalist, Steam, Twitch, all the usual places, at PX Sausage. On PSN, I am the Kush 3 crossing my fingers for an E3 announcement that we can change our stupid names because I hate that name. I don't want it anymore. It is, it's a relic of a past I don't want anything to do with. <laughs> um, the site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal podcast, which are also available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the art I do on the site or by going over to pxsart.com. And if you'd like to support the site in general and the podcast and the videos on the YouTubes, youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that away with a buck or two a month. You know, you can, you don't have to, I don't care, whatever. It's up there for people who, who may or may not want to do that. Um, but like I've always said, I'm not someone who's ever going to... I don't feel compelled. Maybe if there was a large enough community, I would say, hey, if you want this, I'll put it out there. But I don't feel compelled to make content that is exclusive to this or that, that people have to pay for to get. I just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, what, if I'm creating something, I just want it to be out there for everyone to see. And if people want to support me, they can. I'm not going to make them do it. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to lock content behind support. Be like, you know what? I want to do this, but I'm not going to do it until you pay. Now, you know, I really want to do it, but I'm just going to wait until I see that money, 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 money. Money. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I even the weird, the funniest thing is that I have the Patreon, and it's I like especially after they did those changes, a lot of people left. The few like I never had a lot of people, but a good chunk left, and now they're only like two, I believe. But I have a surprising amount of people who've stuck with the old PayPal subscription, which is I think ten bucks every six months. But it's just funny because I get those and I'm like, Haha, I forgot this thing exists. But it exists if people want to do it that way. You can do the PayPal thing, which is on the site. But uh, yeah, that will do it for today's episode. Hope you all enjoyed it. And if you are interested in Trailblazers and have picked it up and are playing it and think I'm very wrong, I would love to hear from you. So tweet at me, leave a comment on the uh, site or whatever. Do whatever you want. You can mail me a letter <laughs> no you can't i'm not giving you my address be crazy uh you can email the site i i don't really have i, th- I think psp at pixelatedsausage.com still works it's still active i don't know because i never tell anyone they can email me but i should probably shut up and end the show and i think i'm gonna do that also i forgot to mention when i was talking about god of war but the second episode of my playthrough is now live on youtube I deleted the original video and reposted it because I played the whole game with this little black border that I didn't know I was really playing with because it, it didn't register when I was playing it. But when I'm editing the videos, I notice it. And so I've gotten rid of that in post, as they say. And yeah, I re-uploaded that one and uploaded the second one. And I've got three and four all edited and ready to go. And yeah, if you want to experience the game through me and don't want to play it yourself i i would not recommend doing that because it is a game that despite my issues with the combat it's still solid combat just not amazing ground breaking oh my god this is some of the best combat ever but it's solid combat and an amazing story with some great experiences that i highly recommend playing it's one i mean it's probably my favorite game of the year so far because I don't feel like I've played all that much this year, but it's a great game, and everyone should play it if they can. Um, So, yeah, all of that. And there is where I will really end the show. So...